0: Ms. Sekhis Moye Kotten, Daph Yudzai, two lines from the bottom of Daph Tazayan, and Bays, Arm of Tankham, Bray Rabhia, Ishkva Ache, Arm of Yaqaba Acha, Arm of Sumloi, some say, Arm Tanchum Tankham, Huna the Hunah, Tanchum said the name of Hunah, Varmulon said, say, Arm of Hunah, Varmulon said it by himself, without anyone saying in his name. And we continue on Daph Yudzai, and Al, Talmud Shanidal Chvaydai, if a Tamar is Menada someone because of his own coven, and as we saw in Rash and Daph and Al, the Loy Lashem Shemayim it was not Lashem Shemayim El Shahitra's Negdai, that he was upset at a person puts in person in Khayrim, Nidui of Nidoi, his Nido is still a Nidoi. The Tanya we learned to the Braissa as we have before. Minud Rab Minudal If someone is put in Khairim or in a nido because of his Rebbe, then it's Minudah for everyone, even tamidim. However, Minudal Talmud, if a Talmud puts someone in Khayrim, a Numudal, that it's not gonna be Minudah for his Rebbe. But Lrav who the Ainamuda, it's only for his Rebbe that's not Minuda. Kula but we see that the Minuda, the Khayrim takes place and the is in effect. For now makes the point as Rashi made on that Tazai Manalf what are we Referring to when the Talmud put this person in Chirim, even Mila If he put him in Chirim, because the person was mevazeh the Talmud Chacham based on something which was a Mila Shmaya, and therefore it was Lashem Shemayim that he's putting in Chirim. Or, for example, he's putting him in Chirim because he went against one of the things that Chum said that you would go and put someone in Chirim for. Then the Gemara says that in Chachma, bein bein That even if it's a Menudal Talmud that the Talmud put this person in Nidoy, then of course it should be Menudal Rab because the Rebbe has no choice but to keep him it in cherim. It's applicable because in Chachma, of Ain't Sar Negal Sham, once someone goes against a baruchu, then you have to put him in person in Khairium. And as Rashi says before, And therefore, in this case, even though it's Minudal Talmud, Ain't Minudal rav, that does not apply and is not applicable to his Rebbe. And the Gemara continues, Amra Besar Abasi states Sir Marathon is young Tam Khakam, Abidil and he could take matters into his own hand, the milster the in something which is pushed him. So Rashi says, the Psikle Shabadihu laid, and he's definitely certain about. Something, the lay suffix is not even a suffix, meaning it's not gonna be a judgment call. So Rashi seems to be saying this has nothing to do with Haramim, nothing to do with Nidui that we're talking about until it now. It's a separate thing about Surma And for example, if a Tama knows that he lent Shimon a thousand dollars and Shimon doesn't pay him back, he could go and take Maz into his own hand and go and take back that money. However, Abin Khananal actually applies this kamar to Haramim and to Nidui, and it says that if a person is certain that this person went against one of the twenty-four things that we're a person for, then we put him in Khairam. And actually, yes. Yeah, we learned in the Gemara, tut osaf, tut shari, which is a Lushan of a Shaifa, and the Gematria of Tut is 24. The Gemara continues with the story utzum, that there were bad rumors about this Tamachacham that he was Mizana. So I'm Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda says, hey, What should we do? If we should put him in Khairim, Tzrikh Le Rabbanan, Lemaise Tamil need him because he used to teach people and they used to go and listen to him and learn from him. Should we not put him in Khairim? Lemaise is coming out because of him that they're bad rumors because of him and we just smoke this fire and Rashi and Saviyad is bothered that how could Rabbi Huda say that if we put him in chayim, that's not going to work because Rabbanim need him and they have to learn from him and Rashi points out that even though we learned before that menuda shayna la that menuda could teach others Rashi, that it wouldn't be standard that a tamachachim would go and sit and learn from someone that's in chayim, even though of course it was mutter Rabbi Gemara says, so Rabbi Huda said to Rabbi Huda, did you hear anything about this Watch should I I do So Amalei he responded. So said my What does it mean when the pasuk says that you should learn Torah from his mouth because he's like a Malach So the Gemara says if a Rabbi is similar to Malach Hashem and he's doing the right things and you don't hear bad things about him, then you can learn Torah from him. But if not, you can and therefore you could put him in there, and there's no problem because people shouldn't be learning from this person in any case. So the Gemara says. Yehuda listened and he put him in Khairim. The son of later on Yehuda became sick and he was about to die. So As Rabban and Rabban came to visit him. But Badayu, and this person that was the young Sir Rabbanan also came, even though he was in khairim. Rabbi Yehuda saw him, he started laughing. So the person that was in Khayim said to Rabbi Huddh, Lahu it's not enough, they put me in Khairim, and I'm in such a terrible situation. but you also laughing at me. So I'm a lay. So Rebudd said, I'm not laughing. At you, el de chizlin l'ahu alma bedicha datay. That lemeiser when I go up to El Mahabah, I'm going to be happy because I feel the gavrikavasech loy chanifle. That even for a person of your great stature, I still was not mechanifle. I didn't go and have Khanifa to you. And even though there was social pressure not to put you in chayim, I still put you in chayim. Nachdashir Rabbi Yehuda lemeiser Rabbi Yehuda died. Asla be madrasah, so he came to base so madras. Amalu shorlis he said to Talmid Chacham, be matam me dechayim. Rabbi already gone. I don't have anyone to help me. Amulei Rabbi but instead, Gavur dechash of Rabbi Yuda leka hachel lishulcha. There's no one as great as Rabbi in order to be mat the cheim for you. El hazila Gavur Rabbi Yuda nesia. Go to Rabbi Yuda who's the grandson of Rabbi Yuda nasi, vilishulcha, and he'll be able to be mat you. Azla kame. So he went to Rabbi Yuda nesia. Amalei Rab Ami puk ayin bedine. So Rabbi Yuda told Rabbi Ami go and look into and discuss and see if we should go and take off the cheim. Imi baylamishulei shari. If it's proper to take off the cheim, we'll take it off. So ayin Rab Ami bedine. So Rab Ami looked into it. Savlamishulei so and. Rebbe Rabbi decided this person we should take off the chayim. So Rabbi Shmuel Nachmaniyah Raglev, but Rabbi Shmuel got up on his feet. For Rabbi, he said rabbi, reish that's just like when Rabbi's shivcha made a nidui on someone that the chacham would not know a kolis roish and they didn't take off the nidui for three years. So Yehuda Chavreino alachas kamav kamas. Certainly the nidui that Rabbi Yehuda placed on this person we shouldn't take off so quickly and we have to leave it on. Now in the base marriage they weren't sure what to do. Should they listen to Rabbi Ami and take it off or they should go with Rabbi Shmuel and they shouldn't take off. But Amr um, Abzir Abdeo says as follows What's the chance that all of a sudden today Rabbi Shmuel happened to show up at the base marriage? It was many years that Rabbi Shmuel hasn't shown up to the base marriage. It seems he wasn't well and therefore he wasn't here. Shmamina, by the fact that he showed up today in order to tell this story, it must be that it's not the Mazel of this person that he should have a heta of his nidoi. The Gemara says, and therefore they decided to follow Rabbi Shmuel Machmeni and therefore they weren't Matta's nidoy. Nothing could so, this person left while he was crying. As a a bee, or some sort of a hornet came, and it bit him and it stung him on his armor, on and it caused him to die. So, now after this Tamachacham died and he was still in Nidui, they wanted to bury him and they wanted to bring him into the Chalukah of these Chasidim. They wanted to bury him in that spot, and the people did not accept him into that space and they didn't let him come in. And Rashi and Tazir both say that there was actually some sort of a scorpion that actually was standing by the end. Entrance way to the basic forest, and it wouldn't let them in with this body. But the Gemara then says, "I lulim the daini and then they took him to the graves of Dayanim The kiblu and over there they were him My time. And what's the reason they were him in this ma'ara? The other rabbi, because he did like Rabbi Lai said. The time we learned to rise of Rabbi Rabbi states, "In roy If someone has a desire for say he should go to a place that they don't know him. And he should wear black clothing. He and should cover himself up with black clothing and he should do whatever he does and therefore you won't be because you're doing a bit so we understand the person has a itzara, but Rabbi Eloy teaches us that a person should minimize that Avera and he shouldn't make it worse by going and making a chalashem. and that's why even though they wouldn't accept him into the greater basic verse of the Hasidim who high they still accept him into the basic verse of the Rashi and we learn like the first Peshat Rashi that he says you should do Avera you and since they don't recognize you over there, there is no. But it was told to me by my Rebbe in the name of not that you're going to do avera, But once you go into that massive and you're wearing black things, therefore you'll realize that there's something terrible about what you're about to do, and therefore you'll actually hold back from doing that. And you won't actually come to do that at all. So, although Ad in and Gemara is the other he did like Rabbi Lai stated, Taisus has a of the other Adri Rabbi Lai, the reason why they didn't accept him into the basic verse of the Hasidim is because he went against the din of Rabbaloi and Vilkachloi Keblu, Kablu Pishayi Tamachacham, Ayin in Also, although we learned our Gemara that it's talking about that this Tam Tamachacham was chashed on Znus, Rabbi Nechananuch says that for sure there is no heted to do Znus, even for Yirbashchayim. And what it means over there, if someone was going to do something which was inappropriate, for example, he wanted to go party and eat and drink and have Kli at the same time, which is also, on that we said that you should be But of course, zakr Rabbi Nechananuch used the Loshon, Chas Show that that's impossible that Rabulay would say to do that if it's gonna be an actual Issa, and even if it will be a small Issa like an Issay. And also the Gemara before said, there'll be a Chilashem. But what's a Chilashem over here? There were just rumors that he was Mizana We don't actually have Adim or any Astra over here, so why are we being so stringent and going to put him in Khairim? So we should explain that since over here we're talking about Ham we were more Maqbid, because otherwise people would say that the Rabbanan are protecting their own, and that's why specifically they put him in Khairium, and others explain. That the pshat is because if we're not going to take a strong stand, then other people will learn from the tamu chacham and they'll go say if this person could do that and it's okay and nothing happens to him. Therefore, we could also do a serum and it won't be a problem. Now we said before that the shivcha of the house of rebbe put someone in chayim and it was for three years. So the Gemara says shivcha shalberis rebbe Ma'i what was the story? The amshur beri rebbe the shivcha rebbe chazise Allah gavur she saw this person that he was hitting his oldest son. So amr lahebi lahu gavur b'shamta and she put this person in The ka'avim mishumal for the evil sight because he was going against the Issa of Lefnei Iva Leisitin Michshol, the time we learned to the Baisa, Lefnei Iva Leisitin Michshol, and the Baisa says, The Torah is teaching us that if someone hits the older son, they're going to be evil. because the son will turn around and hit the father back, and therefore she put this person in Chayim, and the needle lasted three years. Reishlokish had been at to Paredisa, Reishlokish was guarding an orchard, so a person came and started eating the things, Rami Beikala, so Reishlokish started, so started screaming at him, and listening, Amr Lehevei Ahogab so Reishlokish said to him, you should. Be in so he said, "You're putting me in shamta wrongly. Therefore, you should put in chayim. Just because I have financial obligation to you, does it give you the right to put me in chayim for such a small infraction?" So went to base and he asked them what they thought. So Amalai, so they told him Shaloi Nidoi that his Nidoi against you is a and therefore you're in Nidoi Shalcha in a Nidoi, but you're trying to put him in chayim does not work. So you have to go to him and. And then he'll be matyu. The told him, I'm not sure who it was. Amulei. So the people in base marriage told him, Zilla and nasiya the lishlucha." You could go to the house of the nasi, and they'll be able to be matyu tanya and do of any day to do. If someone puts in uchirim and you're not sure who did it, yelach it's the nasi. Be after learning to do Then the nasi has the right to go and take you out of the nidu. And Taisz's deal with Maschal nidu minischav He actually says that luchayr. We had a gemara before and up to that says even for a financial obligation that you could be put in uchirim. And Taisz answers a few to root him. First of all, shahilay. Maybe he would go and give you the money if you would take him to Bezin first. But And also, even if you go to Bezen, and Bezan says this person really because he's not listening. However, you still have to warn him on Monday, Thursday, Monday. We had two different pshatim before in and Rashi and Rashi. Therefore, the point was that Rish Lachish had no right to go and right away put him in Chayim. And then Taiz says it's not similar to that we said before the person in the then in as we saw earlier in the Gemara. And then Taiz says it's. The third shot, and he brings it from Rabbeinu Tam that Bishem Tam In Then that place the minh was that people would go and take fruits from a tree, and then afterwards they paid them after the fact. So therefore, over here the person wasn't actually being Oiv on a Gezel; it was the minh and therefore Yishlakish had no right to stop him from taking the fruits, and therefore he had no right to put him in Chayim at all. And the Gemara continues: Amar Rav says states, "But Usha In the time that was Sanhedrin was in Usha, as we know that the Sanhedrin would go to ten different places at the end of the Chorban and one of them was Usha, and with it they made it takana. if Abbezin does something wrong we don't put him in Cherim Ella what you do is you tell him go and embarrass yourself and lock yourself up into your house and this way we won't put you have to put you in Cherim because of his but then if he continues and he goes and does his Aver again at that point you put him into Cherim because otherwise it will be a Cherim and this is because it says doesn't have air, aim not nice in Bahesia. You can't go and put him in Khayyam Bifah because you want to make less bazaillion. Sheneman says an apostle, Vishata Yaim, Vikha Melvi Imcha, Loila, and therefore since it says that you should do it at night, he's so khalila, you should cover it up like it's nighttime, and you shouldn't do it in such a public sphere. And the Gamar continues my Zut Hasido Kim Khaib Summer Banashamta when there was a young Tam Khacham that he had to put him Khayim to Reshim Mash First he put himself in Khayim, the hard to mash day, and then he put the Tam Khachim into Chayim. Now Thais points out that the reason is is, because he had tzotza, that he had to put him in the chayim, therefore he would put himself in the cherem to be Ima yeneche vitzorah, Ina m'kenesheh zorcha l'hata, and Taisy says another pshat, because once he put himself in the chayim, then he'll remember to go and take that person out of the cherem. Gemara says, when he would go to visit someone, therefore he had to speak to people, and he couldn't be in the cherem, so he'd be to the cherem on himself, and then he would take off the cherem of that tzor m'rabadan, now Taisy, in the same Taisy says, that the chayim, why didn't he take Take off that turban and then take off his chirim. Taisa says, based on the that we have in Shavuos, on chayev, that he should be first free from the Nidui in order to go and free his friend. Gemara continues. put himself into and atman, he could take it off by himself. Papa that should be a for me that I never put a Tam into when there was the turban that we saw he had. To have a shaptor. He needed some sort of a kapara. Needed a nidui. Hey, Chaver, what would I do? That just like they did in the West and Eretz well that they only got together to decide to go and take a tamachacham and give him some sort of a makas and they didn't get together to put them in cheirim. Therefore, I also never put a tamachacham into cheirim. The only thing I would do if a person needed a kapara, it would I give him makas madis. So we see from here that makas madis is on a lower madrega than a shaptor. And the Gemara asks, my shaptor, what's the lashem shaptor? Um, Rav, Rav says sham. Misa, Selashin, that Alvedir is Misa, that if a person has no Shakas in the world and everyone's excommunicating him, then he feels like he should be dead and you will consider like you're a dead person. The person is like destroyed, his whole body is now destroyed. And this is similar to when someone smears oven with fat and it gets completely into its walls and it can never be purged from the walls. Here also, a person has Shamta will never get out of it, he'll never extricate himself from it. The Gemara says, this Shmuel just said is against Reish Lakish. Says, just like when someone is in a cherem, it's considered like it goes into his body and it's absorbed into 248 a Also, once they take off this chair and they need it for a person, it's as if that entire shamta released from his body and you get it out of all your 248 a which is not like Shmuel said, because Shmuel said they'll always stay there, just like when you smear an oven with fats. It says in the it talks about chair and chair <todic> <todic> That's a gematria of two hundred forty-eight, and therefore we see chirim is two hundred forty-eight varim. And Kashi yaisa when the chirim comes off, it comes off of your entire body. The sivah and says the gives rachim tiskod that even a Baruch who is angry at a person he still remembering for echbonis and rachim the gematria of and the gematria of rachim of course is two hundred forty-eight, which is like a varim of a person. And Ab Yaisa, Rabbi states you want to know how strong a chirim is shadi shamta Ganufta the Kaaba. if someone puts a chirim on the tail of a dog the and the chirim will actually effectuate and do something to the kelev the who it was a story with the dog it was eating the shoes of the manu, and they didn't know who was taking it and which dog took it and they put a it beinu, but gnufti, but afterwards they saw that this kelev of fire got onto its tail and it consumed the dog and the dog was killed there was a strong person and it was bothering a young tamachacham also to the so the came in front of the and said what should I do and So Rabban said we'll go and put him a chayim he said, Mr. Finamine, I'm scared of this great person this strong person he has too much power I'll write a shtah against him so Kalsh the Gemara says to Mr. Finamine, and that's another reason why I'll be scared because he'll see it in print and he'll know that I did it I'll give you an so I didn't mean to go and just write it I meant write it down and then you'll hide it in a kli and we turn it up your zayin base, the base and then I'll take this kli and I'll put it into a base at first and then you'll blow into that kli Thousand tikkias and shvarim for forty days straight, and this will be something that will help you. So, Azul Avanachi, this young Talmudacher, when it did like he was told, pako kada. So then that kada, that cleave split open, missalaba and this strong person died. Myshipure, why do we go and use a shayfa? Shnefremim and it's a loshin that it will be paid back because of this. And the Gemara now asks, my tavra, why would they blow a tikkia and a shvarim? Lachayer, what's the simon of the shvarim? Armin Biskov, Rabbi Yuda, Tavri Rami, that the simon of the shvarim is something that breaks and destroys something. That even the highest of buildings that once you blow a shepher it can have effect and bring that down. Blowing of shavurim will also bring down and break even this person that was a very strong person. The tanyam, we learnt to the anytime we find that the chum placed the eyes against someone that either you find death over there or the person became the poor and therefore since we see over there that just by the chum looking at someone that they could have an effect then certainly when they put a chayim on someone and they put a nidra on someone then that will have an effect and it could potentially hurt this someone or the person could die and we continue with the Gemara. The Mishnah stated, "We gave a list of the people who could take a haircut on Chalamayit." And the last two of this very specific list is tarasai." And when we learned the Mishnah, we gave two different and how to read the Mishnah. Either it's by itself, and then "Va'metzirah mitu Muscle tarasai," or it's "Va'hanazir va'metzirah mitu tarasai." Sham. But the Gemara now is the following question: is the Mishnah saying that Nazim and Sarah could take a haircut on Chalamoyed even if they had time before Yontav to take a haircut or is it only if they did not have time as Rashi says the Dafka Naka, maybe it only is Davka that they actually came out of the tumba on Chalamoyed that's why they could go and take a haircut because before Yontav they didn't come out of the tumba and they weren't yet so said to Tanina, a first of all of those that we said that must take a haircut on Cholamayim, because Shloih Halim Pnai is only when they didn't have time. But if they had time before Yantiv, then it would be us to take a haircut on Cholamayim. And we have a Nazir Mitzraya Pnai Mitzrayim Shloih Yishu Kabbani Seim. A and a even if they had time before Yantiv to take a haircut, they would still be meant to take a haircut on Cholamayim in order they do not delay their Kabbanis. And Rashi explains that since Nazim Nazir Mitzraya have to take a haircut before they bring their Kabbanis, therefore if we wouldn't allow them to take a haircut on Cholamayim, they would. Have have to delay the cabanis, and we don't want that to happen. Now Rashi seems to be saying that Nazeh and a Mitsuya have a khiv to take a haircut before they bring the cabanis. However, in the top traces he says, A forgab the the naze loyal ma'akr, even though the haircut of a naze is not ma'akiv, his cabanis, me call maqim ragalhu la it is ragal for them to go and take a haircut. The mitzvah galach siri taks taksadud because although it wasn't ma'akiv, but it was a mitzvah to go and take a haircut and to take the hair and throw it under the fire while they were cooking the kabanis that they were bringing, And that's why. We allow even a Nazir to go and take a haircut on a in order that he should be able to be Makayim, that mitzvah, to burn his hair underneath the fire when he's cooking his kabbanis. And the Gemara continues that although in our Mishnah we had a very specific list as to who could cut a hair on Kalamayd, however, now our Gemara brings the price a tunnel we learned that a Kayin and an Oval is mutter to go and cut a hair on Kalamayd. So prior to starting our Gemara, let's just get our bearing. Number one, we all know that an Oval for any of the Shivakraim, they cannot cut the hair for Shleshin for 30 days. In addition, we learned in the Gemara that they can't cut the the entire week of the Mishma, aside from Thursday. Shabbos. Also, we're going to have a machelikas later on between Abishol and the Chacham. The Chacham holds that when a person has Shiva and then they have Shlashim, you have seven complete days of Shiva, and then on the eighth day starts Shlishim. However, Abishol holds that you have Shiva until the seventh day, then we say Mikshayun Kukulai, and therefore Shiva is over in the morning, and right away Shlashim starts, and therefore the seventh day is Ullukhan Ullukhan. Also we all know that when someone is in the middle of Shiva and then Yontif starts, then we know it's Mebatel the rest of Shiva, and the same applies if someone's in middle Shlesham and then Yantiv starts, it would be Mebatel Shlesham. However, if Yantiv starts when it was the beginning of Shiva and then it would be battle Shiva, however, Shlesham doesn't start until after Yantiv, and therefore it would not be Mebatel Shlesham. And the last thing to know is that if a person's in middle Shlesham and then Yantiv is starting, so the Chacham said that even though we said that Shlesham is going to be bottled by the beginning of Yantiv, however, we're going to still allow the person to take a haircut on Erev Yantiv because of covet of Yantiv. Let's start our Gemara. What are we referring to? If we say that the eighth day of his Avelus period ended up on Erev Yantiv, then according to everyone, Abishol and he should have taken a haircut on Erev Regal. And why do we give him the right to take a haircut during Chalamoy? It must be that the reason why he couldn't take a haircut on Erev Yontiv was because that day was a Shabbos and therefore he couldn't take a haircut on Erev Yantiv. The Gemara says that's not true because he Erev Shabbos, the din would be that he could even take a haircut on Erev Shabbos, even though it was two days before Yom Because Rav Chisda said, "Am Ravina baShila." In the name of Ravina baShila, halacha abashal. The Allah That the din is that the seventh day of Yavailah's period is the end of Shiva, and it's also the beginning of Shlaishim. And since Shlaishim started already on Erev Shabbos, the din is that since Yom would start and be in the battle of you can already take a haircut on Erev Shabbos according to abashal and a abashal and even according to chachamim they're going to be made to abashal b'shechol Shalom leaves with Shabbos, Erev Regal, that if the eighth day of his Abedos period falls out on Shabbos, which will be Erev Regal, and therefore you can't take a haircut on Erev Yontiv Shemutal Gelech by Erev Shabbos, they would also agree that even though the Shleshan period did not start, but since Shleshan will start before Yantiv and it will be bottled by Yontiv we will allow him to take a haircut even on Erev Shabbos, which is going to be on his last day of Shiva. And therefore, this person could have taken a haircut on Erev Shabbos, and why do we give him a right to take a haircut on Chalamoid? And the Gemara answers, Leitzricha, that the case that we Saying in this brisa is that actually the seventh day of the shiva period fell out on Shabbos before regal, which was the day before Yontev. Yontev was going to start on Sunday. And it is in this case that is machlekes between our mishnah and the brisa, and the Gemara explains the Tanibrasavala, the Tan of the brisa holds like kaabishal the omer that the day that's the seventh day we will go and look at mixay yoyim and shvi and the seventh day as we explained that Dama will work both for shiva and for shleishim. The Kivan the Shabbos which is Erev Regal, which is now going to be his seventh day of Shiva, and also his first day of Shlishim. on Honest who he was in onus day he couldn't take a haircut on that day, even though Lukai was already the end of Shleishim, and therefore we're gonna allow him to take a haircut on Khalamaid. But Tani Dun Sabullah our time holds Holza the Amri kukulei, that we don't say mix, and therefore the seventh day is only Shiva, and Shlashim didn't start at all. Kati Shalom to Shiva, and therefore you didn't even complete that Baylis of Shiva, and you weren't in an eyness, you couldn't take a haircut on that day of Shabbos and if you have no right to take a haircut and not only that your shloishim will actually go and start right after you have to keep 30 more days of shloishim the Gemara now will go through the same High chesh when we said a Kayin could take a haircut on Chalamari according to the B'risa but in our Mishnah we didn't mention it what is the machlikes between our Mishnah and the B'risa so the Gemara says if the Mishnah of this Koyin finished and completed on Erev Regal then he should have taken a haircut right away on Erev Regal the Gemara says, says, tzvichah, the shalom It must be that his Mishnah continued on to Yantav itself, and therefore he couldn't take a haircut prior to Yantav, and that's why we're going to allow him to take a haircut on Halamite. Now the Gemara wants to know what's the basis of the Machlach is between our Mishnah that does not let him take a haircut on Halamite and the Brisa that allows this kind to take a haircut on Halamite. And the Gemara explains, Tani sabha, Our time holds, keeping the time since we learned the Mishnah, shana, and three times a year during the Shleshu Golam, hey, that all the Mishmars had a right to do that Veda, where and therefore they split everything evenly because there was no mishma really that took precedence during the days of the regal. Town holds, sholom 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 regal dami. It's as if this Kayin is still in the middle of his mishma and therefore he can't go and take a haircut during his mishma just like it would be a regular time of his shift. The tan however the Bryce holds, I forgot the shaykh behind the mishmars even though it's true that he has to that mishma but the mice is not in his mishma. There was a mishma for the regal that had actual rights during that regal for certain things. Mishmurat me and therefore his mishma already completed and since he was in before Yantar he couldn't take a haircut because he was in the middle of his shift therefore we allow him to take a haircut during Chalamite and we will stop over here.